Jerry Jones right now, brought to you by your North Texas Ford dealers, Ford built for Texas, built for you. Good morning, sir. Good morning, uh, Kevy, Corey, Mike. I'm sorry about my voice, but I've been talking since five o'clock. I guess I've strained it a little. Fun conversations, important conversations. What have you been talking about? All of the above. Okay, great. <laughs> so, All of the above. Told a lot of jokes. Had a lot of serious talk. Made a few decisions. Choked on some of them. <laughs> no, all good. All right. So I'm going to give you an option here. <laughs> Would you like to tell us one of your important decisions or one of your jokes? Oh, I like this. Well, I like it. Banana bread or bran muffin. So I like that took, uh, took a little uh, uh, thinking about it, and I decided for a uh, croissant and egg and sausage. Okay. <laughs> that was a tough decision. I thought that was the start of the joke <laughs> for a second, and I was... That was about uh, 6.30 this morning. <laughs> so we just heard Mike McCarthy talk about you can see the signs of improvement from the Cowboys, whether it's the last two weeks or whatever span of time you believe. What are some of the signs that you see from this club that it is improving? Well, uh, first of all, that's logical because of the repetition. Uh, we've now... Uh, uh, overcome, I don't know that, but we have certainly advanced from uh, uh, no training camp, no off season. Uh, so uh, you you logically would say, if repetition, if practice makes you better, then you ought to be better. And of course, we've had uh, some young players get some great repetition in competition in games. Uh, boy, that's at a premium. That's that's something that uh, you pay a price to get, uh, the mistakes that go with a young player, but, boy, do you gain on it with terms of usually their talent level and their availability level. So all of that is good. It just makes all the sense in the world that those, especially those younger guys, uh, would be uh, better. It makes a lot of sense that Van Der Esch, uh, who was limited early, and now is uh, better physically. And so I go to that availability thing, and things are getting better there. Uh, uh, you take the fact that we've got um, the veteran quarterback and Andy Dalton out there. So if you just just analyze it just from normal course of things, it ought to be better. New coaching staff. New coaching staff has had more time with these players. And now then the kinds of things that they're wanting to do technique-wise are really coming to bear. So it just makes all the sense in the world. We ought to be better. Now, we're a little less healthy. Uh, that, uh, that's concerning than when we started, obviously, without Dak to uh, start with. But uh, still, I, I see it. You can just walk out there and look and see that you're a better team. Well, I, I guess, Jerry, to kind of follow up with that then, so trying to project for whatever next season's team will look like and trying to assess what you have in front of you, uh, what are the th what are the things that I guess you're looking for that you consider success in this type of year? Oh well, uh, I I just can't. Uh, it's still hard to uh, get there as far as success is concerned. Uh, but I will say this: that uh, uh, I don't uh, in any way uh, uh, give us a uh, a negative or a a, a a real handicap going up here against Minnesota. Now, we saw Minnesota play there Monday night, and uh, 
or um, I guess it's Monday night, but we saw them play, and and uh, we know they're solid. Uh, but um, uh, we, uh, I feel we can play a solid team and play well enough to win. And so um, I look at it that way. Uh, and so I'm looking at uh, what we're doing fresh against what I saw out there the other night with Minnesota. And that's the way I look at it, uh, just the old proverbial one game at a time. Uh, but, uh, yes, I see, uh, uh, I see um, improvement from uh, how we're using Zeke uh, specifically. I think uh, your quarterback will be able to uh, make Zeke more effectively, and certainly uh, Zeke complements the quarterback. But uh, uh, I like, uh, you know, we really like what we're doing with Schultz at tight end. That's something we didn't have as much early. Uh, we had to, uh, so all of these things make us a better team. We're a better team now than uh, that's walking out here against Minnesota than we were three weeks ago going on the way. Well, Jerry, speaking of better team, I don't know how much you've done this. I've done this. And if you guys can beat New York, Philadelphia, and Washington the rest of the way, that would put you at 5-11. and 11. There's a good chance that if you guys were just able to accomplish that, you have a good chance of winning this division and one other win besides those three, and you guys are likely the division champs. How much have you looked at what New York, Philadelphia, and Washington uh, have to do? I know 2-7 and seven looks horrible, but if you guys can get to 5-11 and 11 and they're the right three wins, you could win this division. Yeah. Uh, look, I've, I've seen so much uh, in uh, my time on the football field, off the football field, that uh, uh, had to do with where you are at the time, where you are at the time. Now, if we can stay in the hunt on any basis, and if we line up, and we line up in uh, January, one series at a time, and we line up out there, uh, this is a year where you could do some real uh, damage if you can get there. Now, the path, it, it seems to be a commonly used word today, political and otherwise, but the path to get there is daunting. But if we get there, we can get there with, his, uh, with a team that might be capable of uh, doing more than we're giving credit for right today. Uh, I know that there's, there's just no way we hear about preparing for next year. We hear about doing some things like that. There's no way I can go there at this time. Uh, I'm interested in what we're going to do up here against Minnesota. If we do some good things on the field and take advantage of some things we're talking about right here, then I'm not going to be ready to talk next year for a long time. I'm really glad that you said that because that thought had just crossed my mind. I know I know you hear that from the fans. Do you understand why fans sometimes think like that, or does it irritate you when you're like, we're still in the midst of the season and people are talking about draft position next year and all this and that? There's no irritation at all. Uh, it's certainly understandable, and, uh, you know, we're, nature makes us want to look around the corner and want to think ahead. Uh, but uh, uh, the, the, where you, if, you're, if you're trying to execute, if you've got to make that decision that hour, then uh, make no mistake about it. I look at it from what we're going to be doing up here against Minnesota. Uh, you say, well, are you just completely tone deaf? Don't you see that uh, uh, you might need to make some decisions with next year in mind? Well, we know how to to uh, shade it a little bit if it's necessary, but uh, usually uh, those are rare to shade it going into a weekend. You want to 
uh, deal with what you've got facing you the next two or three days. Uh, Jerry, we Kevin and I, uh, whenever we were doing our show before, uh, we talked about Mike Zimmer as the toughest SOB we'd ever thought of as a coach yes. because he's had 10 eye surgeries, and at one point I think the quote was, if I have to have another one, just take, just remove the eye. Uh, is, he, is he one of the toughest coaches you've ever come across? Well, uh, Mike has got a wonderful demeanor for football. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. But he's genuine. It, that's his real. Uh, that's his real personality. You would have thought uh, he's his dad's twin. They are so much alike. And uh, uh, he was born to uh, coach. Uh, he. Uh, uh, I've seen him uh, uh, in all kinds of situations, all the way up through when he was uh, Dave Campos' coordinator, a young guy there with Dave, all the way up through Bill Parcells. Uh, certainly consider him one of the best coaches there are, is, in uh, a period. And uh, love the way he's uh, uh, been such a uh, um, really role model uh, for his uh, son, his, uh, his uh, family. You know, Mike's had, uh, uh, to, uh, and his family have had to really deal with some things that uh, are uh, real challenges relative to uh, the death of his wife and, and uh, many things like that that uh, mm-hmm. I just uh, admire him so much. He just uh, uh, will take adversity and uh, just keep walking and keep staring it down. I'm uh, really proud of the success he's had, proud to know him. Man, that's a great story on, on uh, Zim. I want to go back to Ezekiel Elliott. You mentioned him earlier and maybe the progress he is making during this season. and. Look, I guess this is just looking at basic stats and just how unbelievable he was his rookie year and how many 30-plus yard gains that he had. And I've been critical of that he seems to not be able to be elusive in the second level and make guys miss or break the tackle and keep going. I know he works hard for those first downs for you, Jerry. But have you been at all uh, looking at it going, man, we'd love to see him be able to get some some jukes where he makes guys miss or he runs through tackles and get those 20-plus yard runs. Well, I think we're selling him short. And uh, you say, well, numbers don't uh, sell anything short. But I think you're selling him short. Okay. Uh, he's uh, uh, certainly early uh, when we uh, were full-blown on offense. Uh, he was uh, making some things happen. Got got uh, uh, got uh, 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 the, those turnovers early that uh, put a lot of focus on uh, what he was doing. Uh, but uh, still, uh, I know the impact he has on opposing defenses. I know uh, uh, what I see him do relative to uh, the kind of uh, thing he brings to football. Uh, his physicalness, his enthusiasm. Uh, his ability to uh, just his innate, uh, he's our best football player. He's our best one. And having said that, uh, uh, we uh, just got to uh, have more chances to uh, expose him to the defense, and we're going to do that. I just wanted to make sure I caught that part right. Like, he's your best running back, or he is the best player on the team? In my mind, he's our best player. All right. Now, you mentioned the offensive line. What what have you thought about the, I guess, the progression of some of the younger players or the way the offensive line has held together under, obviously, a lot of injury stress this season? 
Uh, if you if you look at uh, how Steele, or if you look at how uh, Connor Williams, if you if you look at how uh, these younger players are, um, uh, how their game is uh, uh, is evolving, uh, then uh, you've got to feel good about where your future is. Um, uh, uh, these uh, the Cohesion of an offensive line is a complicated thing, uh, if you, uh, and that's uh, putting it relative to other parts of football. And uh, uh, we have uh, outstanding coaching there. Uh, I was advised early on the place to have your very best uh, uh, coaches. Uh, the place that you need your very best one is in the offensive line. Secondary came in behind that. Uh, but uh, uh, our offensive line coaches are outstanding, and uh, I'm pleased with what they're doing with the makeup of this young group, and uh, it is young. Uh, it doesn't do you any good today uh, to picture what should have been out there, what's going to be out there in four or five months if you look ahead. That doesn't do you any good at all today. What does do you some good is to know that these players you got are practicing, and they're getting these reps in these games, uh, and they're basically in, enduring and incurring uh, the kinds of uh, things mentally that an offensive lineman has to be and how he has to make up for uh, plays that he might have done better, being have his weight out over his toes, things, oh, so many things. We're getting all of that. It's going to uh, hold good stead for us as we go into the end of the year. Uh, and Jerry, to kind of go along with the evolution of of a year, but like look at the sport now to whenever you bought the team. When you see offensive ha offenses having like great success passing the ball, is is that what the league has kind of been envisioning for this league to become like this kind of an aerial assault as opposed to the the run first it was back in the day? Yeah, there's no question that we've uh, uh, evolved uh, to. Uh, uh, just your uh, uh, basic look at your pass interference penalty alone and look at the officiating of the pass interference penalty and look at how uh, how much time that has uh, uh, had uh, addressing, addressing it and the interpretation of what's a catch, what's a not. And uh, all of that has evolved toward enhancing the passing game. You know, a subtle item uh, that used to be your uh, uh, left tight, your tackles, uh, couldn't line up with their outside foot back. They had to line up with it parallel to the other foot. Now, this is way back. But a way that the uh, rules can be adjusted is if you let those end guys drop that foot, start off in a stance with that foot back, and they've already got the turn, the, the hips on the, uh, the uh, pass rusher there. Uh, that made a huge difference when it was done. Now, that's ancient. But it's an example of how you can structure the game to emphasize parts of the game. And certainly we've done that for the passing game in the NFL, and it's a great thing. Well, obviously we always like talking with you every Friday morning. Thank you again for your time this morning, sir. Thank you, guys.